Hey, I'm your host, Ben Silverio. And I am your guest co-host, Helena Handbasket. And I am your host in post, Ansel Birch. And it's time, time to party! party. just doing ringtones now oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. should we review a really bad movie oh hey let's review (laughs) a bad movie i'm sorry i know i'm I'm taking a giant shit all over this movie (laughs) it was very funny in some places but it was not meant to be that way (laughs) not not marketed as a comedy not written as a comedy nope 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 yeah although if they did take the evil dead 2 route and just take the script as it is Shoot it as a comedy. That could have been great. This could have been great. Oh, and man. It, and it wasn't? And it wasn't. Um, if you're just joining us. If you're just joining us. I just have a list of things that I thought of on the way. Um, not on the way here, but right. while, along yes. along the journey that we took while watching right. the Mothman Prophet. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that one doesn't count because I didn't say it. Because <laughs> oh, I do it so much. Or as I like to call it, the butterfly prophecy. What prophecies. is this movie called? The butterfly effect. The butterfly effect. <laughs> yes. With Ashton Kutcher. With Ashton. And no one else. And no one else. God bless. Um, okay. <laughs> but yes, uh, this month we are taking a look at the butterfly effect from all the way back in 2004. Wow. Balls. <laughs> wow, wow. And what were you doing in 2004? Uh, I, I was. I think when this movie came out was like right before I started college. So, oh, yeah. it was right when I started high school. Yeah, okay. same. Yeah, yeah, because we're the same age. <laughs> yes, true. Um, so yeah, I think it, yeah, significant like, year in all of our lives. Yeah, 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 absolutely, and probably in Ashton Kutcher's life. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just another movie coming out for him. Mm-hmm. He's probably like, well, I'm glad I'm done with that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Press junket was finally over. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, God, I want to lie down. And he's the most tired. <laughs> After having shot this film. Yes. Well, he's probably got a neck thing now. Yeah. After leaning back and looking down his nose at things. Yep, correct. Well, these days he's busy uh, not showering regu- regularly with his wife, Mila Kunis. Is that right? his, Yeah, his I guess they, like, they had this whole thing about how they don't shower regularly. Okay. Like once yeah. a month and then like they don't use soap. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure I mean, there's some sort of weird philosophy behind I, it. I think there is. And, you know, I'm not going to shame anybody for that because <laughs> Lord knows I can certainly smell like a dog most days. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing PJs right now. <laughs> well, yes. So we're going to review the butterfly effect. I almost said prophecies. Yes. Again. <laughs> it's a trick. Now uh, you have to take a drink every time Ben fucks up the title. Oh, of At least we're not making Ben take a drink every that's time. True. No, it. Ben would already be drunk. I would be. It's <laughs> another self-compounding one. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, in case you've never heard of the butterfly effect, our friends at IMDb have you covered. Uh, they tell us, Evan Treborn suffers blackouts during significant events of his life. As he grows up, he finds a way to remember these lost memories in a supernatural way to alter his life by reading his journal. What was your expectation going in? I think given the fact that the time in which we watched this movie was uh, October. Yes. Um, I was excited. I chose the- I chose this one, by the way, dear listeners. I chose this 
I subjected all of us to this. What was what was the Google criteria that made you go, ooh, yeah. That what one. were my other choices again? I forgot. Oh, gosh. I can't uh, remember what they were. Um, but I thought that this was going to be like a scary movie, like a horror movie. Right. That was kind of the expectation I walked into it with and then i was like oh god in what world did i think i would enjoy an ashton kutcher film <laughs> that wasn't as meant to be a comedy hmm you know um uh the other options were the final girls oh shit that was one of the options it was donnie darko why did i choose yeah. why did i choose Butterfly? i think we all thought this was the mothman prophecies i honestly i think that might have been it yeah i think i i think that's did what we I just thought. watched the wrong movie is that what happened no 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 <laughs> No, no. But I also really love The Final Girls. That's a great film. It's a great movie. That's a great film. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, But it is fun to talk about a bad film. Um, Yeah, my notes are all over the place. Mine are too. They're just in chronological order. My first note is, um, did the mom just strip out of a mechanics jumpsuit and have on another jumpsuit underneath? But it was really (laughs) just her waitressing outfit, but it looked like she had two jumpsuits on. (laughs) <laughs> because she fixed her car and then had to go to work and i was like she's also in like a mechanics jumpsuit and there's no oil or dirt or anything on it and then she strips out into a pristine butter yellow waitress outfit <laughs> i was like oh that's where we are okay great all right all right great, great moms moms <laughs> Some, somebody needed to return that jumpsuit in original condition that's oh man Whew. no no distressing the jumpsuit guys. no 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 not at all <laughs> Uh, my first note was, uh, damn, dropped the R word at the top. Right? Like, hard R. Hard R. And the whole film went downhill from there. Oh, man. And that was the Sets note the that tone. I had, like, the fourth note down was, does not hold up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the the outdated language was from the same little shit kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that is like, that's the kind of kid that you scruff like a cat and you go, stop it. <laughs> I'm not saying that you should abuse children, but that little turd. Spray needed. bottle. Yeah. Um, I don't know where this note came from. I can't remember this part in the movie, but I have the, my second note is, at least he's murdering Nazis. Oh, what? it was. Oh, that's what it was. It was the drawing that he did. Oh, yes. There right. was a drawing. Uh. and But it was like this. Kids standing over, you know, it was like a kid's drawing. Kids standing over with a knife, bloody, bloody. And there are bodies in front of him. But the bodies have, like, Nazi tattoos on them. And I was like, well, if you're going to, might as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not saying, I'm not saying you should. You should. But if you're gonna. If you're gonna punch anybody in the face, it might as well be a Nazi. Absolutely. Punch some Nazis. This is going to get edited out. <laughs> just be indiana jones I'll, I'll just bleep the word nazi so that we all so oh, no! for comedy oh, no, no, no no don't do that oh god mm. who who could they possibly be talking no about? no you know you'll, you'll know immediately yeah. there's no question no it's question. the movie rule. It's the movie Nazis rule. Nazis and robots, you can murder as much as you want. There, yeah, there you because, go. Because, like, nobody, nobody's mad if you murder a bunch of them. Yeah. Even zombies sometimes, like, people are like, I don't know, could you have cured those zombies? I feel like, I feel like you might have <laughs> murdered those people too soon. I feel like there might have been an, al- an alternative there. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but robots and Nazis. It's just like There's a no going launch. back from that, apparently. <laughs> wow, wow. To start bludgeoning all of them. 
I think we both made this note about uh, the when the camera cut to Sunnyvale Institution. Both of us were like, yeah. "Is this a Buffy reference?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. Spike been. shows up. Sp- Spike shows up. Yeah. <laughs> James Marsters in this movie. <laughs> he should be. Could have been. Uh, but yeah, that the little kid that was such a shit. His character's name was Tommy. Ugh. But um, the actor that plays him as a kid uh, is named Jesse James. Whoa, really? Yeah. Hmm. Did he go on to do anything else? That is a good question. I have a note here that just says so many bullies. There's so many bullies in this so film. So many bu- bullies. There's just like, I don't, I don't know. There's oh. a lot of boys getting mad at each other and punching each other. True. Which like, use your words. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, a lot that of things. That is the thing that happens. I, I mean, come on, don't punch each other. A lot of things can be solved if people just talk about them. Um, I, additionally, I, the casting of the, the, the younger kid, the two younger children who play young Evan, uh, in this look exactly like they would grow up to look like Ashton Kutcher. So it was yes. great casting. And additionally, these kids were phenomenal actors. They were the best. They were best hands the down the best part of the movie. Yes. They were so genuine in their portrayals. They were very there for it and very com- and like you believe them. You were like, "This is a kid who's in this weird situation." Um, yeah, Evan at seven uh, was played by Logan Lerman, uh, who went on to do a ton of stuff. Oh, uh, good for him. He's uh, those Percy Jackson movies, right? Um, oh, is he Percy Jackson? Let me double check. I'm pretty sure, uh, but he's 100 percent in the uh, Parks being a wallflower. Oh. Um. Yes, he is Percy Jackson. Great. Yeah, he's Good that for kid. Him. Uh, Good for him. Get it. And then Evan at uh thirteen was played by John Patrick Amidori. Hmm. Uh. Oh, he was in Dear White People. Oh. Good. Great. Good. Right. Glad that these these yeah. folks went on to have. Do they still look like? Ashton Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher, yeah. How did they grow up? A little up? bit. Oh my gosh. It's just a Hollywood cloning Holy moly. program. Wow. <laughs> that is a babe. That's Oof. like if Ashton Kutcher and... Uh, um... How old is he? Just out of curiosity. Um, 13. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, born in 87. Oh, wow. Okay, so great. Total babe. Mm-hmm. Love that yeah. for us. Logan um, Lerman was born in 92. Oh, okay. So around kind of close to our age. Yes. Sort of. Um... But yeah, those two actors specifically probably gave the best performances. Correct. I have this note of some of the acting is great and some of it is fucking bad. Young Kutch is great. That's the note I made uh, about that. Nice. Um, (laughs) I also have this note that Ashton always looked like he's on an episode of Punked. Yes. Like I always was waiting for him to like make a joke. He was probably waiting for him to make a joke. I, it was like, it, I was kind of like, ten, you know, when you're like waiting for the, waiting for the reveal on the joke and you're kind of tense about it. That's how I felt through the whole movie. Yeah. Cause I was like waiting for him to make the punchline and it never happened. I wonder if he did a bunch of like dumb shit, like immediately after each take. And <laughs> so he was like gearing up for that. To and like so relieve the tension. Yeah. Yep. 
That makes sense. So much tension. Not saying that that's a good thing to do. No, 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 no. Don't do that to your audience, because why? Why? Yeah. Because <laughs> then they'll talk about it however many years later. Yep. And slowly as the movie goes on, you know, it's like there's a lot of moments where, well, let me just say in my notes, in all caps, I've written, not the dog, not mm. the baby. Yeah. Tommy just keeps getting revealed as even more and more and more of a shit. Yeah, he's a total shit. But like, so is his dad. Correct. The, we, we, we talk a lot about sad dad stuff so far, and it's Tommy's dad, you know, trying to film porn with his kids and so fucking baby ashton gross i just had all caps trauma 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 so much trauma (laughs) so much trauma (laughs) boundaries being violated left and right yeah Uh, oh man and that was that time period you know it's kind of gross people suck people suck um i also just have a question i'm going to pose to the group why would a professor call and leave a voicemail about an unfinished essay that was not turned in? <laughs> why would the professor call the dorm number? Where did he get the dorm number? And why would he call about that? Right. Because quite frankly, you'd just see him in class and go, hey, where's your essay? <laughs> or you send, well, I guess, well, you could send a fucking email. There was email then. What's yeah, going so sure. Yeah. This As someone shit. who was going to college at the time. See? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, 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 yeah. I got emails yeah, from exists. my professors. <laughs> right. Did, Did you, you ever get a phone call on your landline in your dorm room from uh, your professor? Not from a professor. Asking where your it, essay it, was? It was that, that sweet transitional period where there were still landlines in every room. And everybody had their own, like, intranet phone number thing. Right, so it was right. like, you know, you had a four-number extension. You could call anybody on campus. Uh, but, yeah, no, never, ever, ever would a professor have called me in my room <laughs> fucking ridiculous because wh- why why would they why would they do that yep i mean granted when was ashton supposed to be in college cuz that wasn't uh i think it was supposed to be 2004 i think it was supposed yeah, to be yeah i think it was modern day yeah at that point i guess yeah that dorm really did look like the dorm i went to school that looks like and it's clear that it hasn't changed yeah. but then again i went to college shortly thereafter so yeah i mean my dorm room i just remember that we bunked our beds hell yeah uh, <laughs> but my roommate had a uh long-term girlfriend oh no you know and top he had, bunk or he, had, bunk? he had the top bunk oh no <laughs> that's no gut for that's not good for anybody <laughs> it was good for them <laughs> i mean i guess Wow! 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 Made the made that squeak work for him. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so a note that I have written down is like is that this movie is like a super fucked up high fidelity. Yeah. You know where Ashton is looking back at the events of his life and like seeing what he did wrong, except he tries to change it. Oh no! Oh no! So sad. <laughs> More sad. More. Oh no! Take a drink. Just piling on the sad. Yeah. When John Cusack is trying to look back introspectively at his relationships, it's right. just like, how can I change me? And Ashton Kutcher is like, how can I change everything around me? Yeah, because I want to stay everything. the way I am. Correct. But everybody else is fucked up. Correct. Correct. Yes. Do you think that's how Ashton feels for real? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure at times. Uh, I mean, I, I have this whole series of notes about Ashton, and it 
it was, you know, some of the acting is bad. Young Kutch is great. Things like that. But then as I go further down, there's, uh, this was the wrong cho- casting choice to have Ashton. And then towards the end, I go, is he an okay actor? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. It just got, re- it just started falling apart there at the end. Yeah. I oh. mean, it was no, it was barely together. It was like tacked together, it, but like, wow. Like Evan's brain, which was slowly deteriorating throughout yeah. the movie because of all the that traveling. That fucking moment where he's in the wheelchair at the hospital getting the results about his memory and he's just leaning back on the wheel like a total freaking douche bro. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, this is how my brain is. I was like, see, that's the Ashen I was expecting this right. whole film. And now I have just a little nugget of it and I don't know what he's trying to do. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with this film. Yeah. The, the film and Evan's brain are just falling apart as the as the, the the plot points continue. Correct. Do you think they shot that scene first and then the director was like, ooh, okay, I know that's your thing, but... But can we tone it down but... a little bit? And then he can't tone it down. That's why he's got the, he's got the, he's got the wide eyes. Every time you want to do something crazy, I want you to just lean your head back and look down your nose. <laughs> side eye, but like at an angle. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. some of that. Angular side eye, please. Oh my God. Oh, but speaking of people being miscast... Uh, Kevin Durant, who I know as the Blob from X Men Origins Wolverine, uh, was cast as a prisoner named Carlos. Oh, Kevin Durant is French Canadian. Oh right, we had this conversation. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they wanted him to play Hispanic. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. yeah. And that I was mean, a, that was a bad luck. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Because I mean, I Carlos know. is a name that like gets some play in Europe. So sure. I can... I sure, can see I'll... there being a, a, like, you know, European Carlos. Like, there was a King Carlos in Spain. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you want him to play Hispanic. Yeah, right? no, because, they like... for sure had a, a white guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Playing someone who's supposed to be Latinx. Right. Yeah. That's that's rough. Sounds like 2004. Oh, <laughs> yeah. sounds like um, Chicago circa three years ago. Yeah. I feel like I'm still seeing that now. Yeah. Yeah, right. Go go watch West Side Story somewhere. Oh, God. Yeah, but, you know, coming back to Ashton, he... It's like he really wanted this to be a comedy. That's what it is. Yes, you've nailed it. Like, he really wanted this to be a comedy, and the film was never a comedy, but all of the situations are so bizarre. Like, that fight outside of the sorority fraternity when the brother comes back. Yep. We were watching it and he's like in a tux because he was like surprising his girlfriend with this fancy dinner and the brother shows up and they get in this fight and we were like, now he's in jail? Now he's in jail. And that was a moment where I was like, this reminds me of Bedazzled. Yeah. Where he's wishing for things and he's like, well, you know, he's got the great life now that he's dating like, you know, this chick from the sorority house and everything's going really well. And then he gets in this fight on the lawn. Spoiler alert, goes to jail. And then we had this moment where both of us looked at each other going, wouldn't that be self-defense? Right. Like, he, he was he legitimately killed, attacked. He killed the brother who tried attacking him. Who, like, attacked him and was going to kill him. Right. Yeah. Because he had just gotten out of an institution or something? Yeah. Yeah, he, like, broke out of an institution. Right. Oh, right, because he destroyed his car and then and then yep. the spike collar was dangling from the mirror. Yes. And that's how you knew that the brother was coming again. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Because the brother killed the dog. Yeah, the brother killed the dog because he's a That's how you know this nightmare. dude's an ultimate heel. He killed the dog. Yeah, mean, you don't killed... come back from that. Technically, yeah. it's his fault that he killed the baby, too. But Oh, yeah. That well, was, Jesus, so much. 
yeah. so much. And the dog and the baby stuff is like in the first 15 minutes yeah. of the movie. Where you're just like, what am I watching? <laughs> you want to have any questions about who the bad guy is? Yeah. Yes. Because you might it's have Ashton questions Kutcher. if we didn't establish what's going on. <laughs> you might have been confused if we didn't kill a dog first. Yeah, honestly, I think you might have. Um, also, that <laughs> maybe it didn't test well, and they were like, "How do we make this guy? More How do we of a make heel? this guy more uh, of an asshole?" I mean, we could break the cardinal rule of filmmaking. Don't kill the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did not go to school on a campus where there were fraternities and sororities, and the portrayal of fraternities and sororities was so weird. I was like, "Is this real? Like, is that is that something that happens? Like, uh, the weird stuff that they they had? I mean, like they were covered in flour and they had bowls on their heads. I, I mean, know. hazing is a thing. <laughs> hazing is a thing, but also just like the the kinds of shenanigans you get up to when you spend multiple years with the same college age kids in the same house. Like things start to seem like a good idea that aren't. Yeah. I, uh, I like to be alone so often that the idea of doing that is, like, actually the definition of hell for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, I was in a fraternity. Oh. Uh, it was How nothing was like this. Okay. Nothing like got this. It, got it, my, got it, My fraternity was very strange, even by fraternity standards. Really? We were just super nerdy. Well, yeah, I mean, great. Like, obviously, if I was in it, like, there's no way it was, like, anything <laughs> I, but. We absolutely did weird, dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not related to hazing or the ritual or any of that stuff. Sure, but you weren't, like, putting everybody in harm's way or doing no, no, stuff no. that could well, be really damaging. And that's the thing is, well, and also, I think, especially since this was 2004. Right. That conversation was happening. Right. right. Yes, yes, yes. We were all very conscious of, like, okay, now, remember, everybody, that this is a thing that we don't do anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some fraternities are still doing it, but not us because we don't want to be like them. Right, correct. Right. Like that was a conversation that was had every year to remind everybody that this is not a thing yeah, that we please do don't anymore. Just fuck with people like yeah. that's so I realized we all saw Animal House. That's not what we're doing. That's yeah. not real life. Animal House also does not hold up very well. No. no. I I had an attachment to Animal House because it was the first movie that I that I hosted the screening of like in public oh wow like we got the tla in philly uh it was my birthday weekend ah. we decided to throw a toga party okay and screen animal house and it was awesome and then i rewatched animal house recently because i'm currently thinning out my funko pop collection and like seeing what i want to keep and stuff so i'm re-watching all the stuff that i going back to the source material exactly yeah. you know yeah, yeah. so that's a good way to go I so here i have John Belushi as Bluto, and I'm like, do I want to keep this? So I rewatched Animal House, and I'm like, ooh, some of this really doesn't hold. No, <laughs> no, for real. Nah, nah. Mm. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about this girlfriend. Yeah, I was just I gonna really want to talk up. about her. How do you feel about Amy Smart as the older girlfriend? Um, I think that. In some of her iterations, she was pretty weak. Like that uh -huh. first one where she was troubled and worked at the diner and was supposed to be having this enough of a mental breakdown to lead her to suicide. Yeah. I didn't see it in the portrayal at all. And it, that that's like assessing it as someone who does film and TV and theater. Um, I didn't buy that. But um, when they cut to her and she was you know, living in this slummy apartment and was a sex worker and was seeking drugs. And at first I was like, is this a bad portrayal of sex work? And then as it got deeper in, I was like, oh no, she's actually like portraying a very like sincere, 
um, like person who has fallen on really hard times and is doing whatever she can to make money. And, you know, obviously like I'm pro sex work up and down every which way to Sunday. Um, but that was the moment where I was like, Oh, her portrayal is like, is actually sincere. And I did like her in that iteration. Mm -hmm. And then it like cut back to sorority her. And I'm like, I think I just hate these type of people, you know, of like the, the stuffy rich, Yes. White <laughs> people. <laughs> there were parts of it that I thought she did a great job on, and there were parts of it that I was like, ooh. I mean, a movie from 2004, I don't think is going to do any sex workers any favors at all, because yeah. like we're in 2021, and right. we're, there's still no favors being done. <sighs> it's the worst. Um, sex work is real work. It is. Sure is. Um, so, but I think that, you know, like... That that scene in the diner that they have, that was the one moment where I was like, I think Ashton is doing a good job. Like, that was the, like, one scene where I was like, this is actually a really good mm-hmm. back and forth. And she really, I mean, she threw down. And I was like, go off. But other than that, I was kind of like, eh, take it, or leave, take it or leave it. Yeah. Like, when I think of Amy Smart, I think of Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, right. And I think of Man. the hot coma wife from Scrubs. Yep and like both are kind of similar in that they have the the comedic edge but this amy smart had to go like full drama yeah and as you said some of it was good some of it was not so good yeah uh but she tried she did she sure did (laughs) but like also the script wasn't that great no the script was terrible so it's not like it's completely their fault (laughs) yeah no I think the movie got better as it went on script wise. It almost feels like it changed writers <laughs> like halfway through. I don't know. Well, uh, I wrote a note that uh, the time travel itself reminded me a lot of X-Men Days of Future Past, oh. the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like having all those those different timelines uh, is kind of similar to that also. So I mean like the time travel mechanism of this movie. Right. How did you feel about it? I mean, I think it was really interesting because it wasn't, you know, I, I'm not entirely sure, like, uh, based off of the other movies that we had available to us, like Donnie Darko um, and Final Girls, which now that I'm thinking about it, I would love to review those ones as well. I think that those, all three of these films kind of fell into this really strange time travel mechanism of like, we don't have a machine. We right. don't have, um, there's nothing really, uh, that is like the impetus for it, except for this like weird brain thing that Evan has. Uh-huh. And like with Donnie Darko, it's like kind of a similar thing. Um, and Final Girls, like, is the, the the mechanism in that is different, obviously. But um, I thought it was interesting. And I felt like it was both a feature of the film and, like, not talked about at all. Right. Like, I, we knew that the dad also had it. It Was it a genetic condition? Yeah. Was it just this, like, weird thing? Was it real? Was it, you know, like, mm-hmm. was any of this real? So um, I don't really feel like the time travel aspect of it was, like, fully emphasized. Like, we were we were, we were, were focusing on the situations that came from those things right. rather than, you know, here's this person who has this weird thing. Yeah. You know, especially, like, when he got trapped and couldn't go back. And, right. You know. Because it's not so much as 
Ashton or Evan and his whole body going back to that time. It's more like his brain going back in his body right. to that time. Right. Just like Wolverine and X-Men Days of Future Past. Like, right. So he goes back to that time with the knowledge of what he knows in the future. Right. And in in theory, it's an interesting mechanism. Uh, but also, I don't know, It uh, there's something about the way it plays out here where it essentially creates a loop. Yeah. Because there are points in the movie where you see Evan go back and then stuff happens and you don't know why. Like, why is he holding the knife in the kitchen with his mom? Yeah. And then that comes back later because he does it. Like, that's when he jumps back. Right. So there are these set points... So he's like trying to find the the moment that yeah. caused all the chaos and he keeps going back to different moments that he thinks might work. Yes. It didn't really cover when or why he did the drawing, right? Right. Didn't cover that. Yeah. It also didn't cover why he kept jumping back to his dorm room. Right. Like when he would go back to present day, he was always ending up in the dorm room whether it was flipped or not. Right. But we there was no explanation as to how he ended up there, whereas like he ended up in different places having done different things. But there were like a couple times where they're like, Yeah, we'll just fudge it yeah. and like he'll just be there. Yeah, so they, they really know? tried to present Had a lot of holes. Yes. They yeah. tried to present an interesting time travel mechanism, but they were just like, uh, it's it's good enough. Yep. Yeah, where we Yeah, that's fine. It had some holes in it for sure. <laughs> yeah. So in trying to find out some behind-the-scenes uh, scoop, which I was not able to find. Oh, boy. Um, I did find a uh, review from Roger Ebert uh-huh. that uh, points out something really interesting, which is that uh, they kind of forgot the principle that the movie's based on. Yeah. <gasps> yes. That's that's a great... Because when that's he changes really shit, it only really changes in a... In a a vacuum area, yeah. Right, and the whole, the beginning of the film does the butterfly effect explanation of, like, a butterfly's wing could change the course of history, you know, Mm -hmm. or, like, the one small event would change everything. Yeah. And all it did was change him from, like, regular to, like, frat bro to, like, I don't know, institutionalized. Like, it was just his life, truly. I mean, like, it was him and the, like, correct, yeah. So... Yeah, don't know why they just yeah, interesting. They went in on that, didn't they? I don't know why I didn't notice that, but uh, no, I, I sure think that's didn't. what it is. I think you you nailed everything that we were trying to right. sum up. Is like they they tried to enter it with this concept that they would do this thing, and that didn't happen. Yeah. I think there was one positive thing to come out of the butterfly effect, okay, and that is that Eric Stoltz finally got his time travel movie. Because if you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Stoltz was supposed to be Marty McFly. And I'm... then it didn't work out, and they got Michael J. Fox. Hey, there you go. But now Eric Stoltz gets to play uh he, he was the 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 creepy dad, right? Tommy's yeah. dad? Yep. Who we found out was also uh the uh drug dealer in Pulp Fiction. Right. Oh. It took me a second when they cut over to him where have with a beard and long hair, I was like, oh that's who that is. Yeah. All right. I don't know actors as well as Ben does. Ben can recall those people, like, pull them out yeah. of the back pocket. It's called my cell phone. <laughs> it's almost as if you have a very advanced small computer in your pocket. With a 
specific list of actors. That has a list of actors. Done. It's almost as if there's a database with that information in it. Never. My stars. Mm. <laughs> what an advancement that would be in <laughs> having conversations at, over dinner. Wouldn't it just... Remember when we had to just argue and then, like, give up after a while? <laughs> Instead of being like, here is concrete proof. Here's some fucking proof. I'm pretty proof. sure that was Eric Bana. I don't think that was Eric Bana. And that Aww. was where that conversation would end until somebody found out for real or went to get the movie case. Right, exactly. The VHS, no doubt. The VHS. The laser disc. For those younger <laughs> listeners. The beta. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh. The film strip. Bigger and more rectangular. That's what. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess the only question left is would you consider watching the butterfly effect worth your time? No. No. Is that a no from you as no. well? No. It's two no's. All right. What about you, Ansel? Four you have no's. seen it. I know I you didn't. I have seen it, yes. Uh, I, I also uh, would not have recommended this film. Yeah. I don't know why I chose. I think it's because it was the one I hadn't seen. I honestly, that I, got. I think I missed it when you chose it, because like when it was, it was Why only a couple days this? ago that Ben was like, "Oh yeah, and we're gonna do Butterfly Effect," and I was like, "With who? Why?" <laughs> but with, with what purpose? The chat. Well, oh, okay. I think oh, yeah. we all thought it was the Mothman prophecies. I think it, we all thought it was the Mothman prophecies, and also it was the one from the list that I was like, "Oh, I haven't seen that, yeah. so I'm not gonna mm. come into it with my already." preconceived sure, opinions sure, sure, about sure. things so is there time travel in the moth i was just gonna prophecies? ask you is there oh my time God. travel if in there is prophecies? i don't think dibs. there is but you know if there is dibs there could be great moth uh, all right so that's three no's on the is it worth your time yeah hopefully our discussion about it was worth your time yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh if it wasn't you could let us know because you can find us on the internet. I am at BeatSilverio20 on Instagram and Twitter. I am at the Hell in a Handbasket on Instagram and only Handbasket on Twitter. I am at Indecisionist on Twitter and the Indecisionist on Instagram. You can join the conversation by using the hashtag time to party. That's time the number two party. Well, yep. We we talked about that movie. Sure we did. sure did. And in the next installment of our Moth, God damn it! In, in the next <laughs> drink, installment of our butterfly effect discussion, we will get into some edutainment. <laughs> you can learn your, something. Hop into your floaty. Yes. Hop into your floaty because this is information we looked up just now. <laughs> <laughs> A real lazy river, real of knowledge. Yep, yep. <laughs> nobody's, so nobody's here to wash you in, in no complex. No. But like, I sure hope that it washes you more than Hector Kutcher and Neil Kunis do. Oh, wow. So until the next time we bring you this tomfoolery craziness, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. <laughs> <laughs>